Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Barker, pastor here at Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Mount Airy, North Carolina. I would like to personally thank you for taking out time today to tune in to our preaching podcast. We hope that this message will be a great encouragement to your heart today. I'm going to read you just two verses right here out of 2 Thessalonians chapter number 2. Look in verse number 3. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall come. Just very briefly, what is that day? That day is the rapture of the church. It's the, the, the coming of the Lord. That's what he's referring to. He said that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Now, Father, I love you. I thank you for being good to us tonight. I pray, Lord, that you'd help us tonight. God, help us to rightly divide these things, and may we learn from it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now, know what he said. I want to point something out to you just right at the very end of verse number 4, right off the bat. The Bible said this, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Now, if you'll note, that is not God. It is saying that the Antichrist will show himself and try to be as God is what he'll do. Now, um, whenever we look at this, he said, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come. What is that day? That day is the coming of the Lord. It's the rapture of the church. It's Revelation chapter number 4. It's uh, for the Lord himself shall descend with a shout with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God. The dead in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together and meet them in the clouds. It's the rapture of the church. Now, uh, and I'll probably say more about this as we continue studying uh, Bible prophecy or in Victoria's words, eschatology. Uh, I'll probably say more about this, but the church leaves out in Revelation chapter number 4. Um, some people believe that the church goes through three and a half years of the tribulation period. But here's the thing, there's no mention of the church uh, after chapter number 4 until chapter number 19 in the book of Revelation. So that 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 day, that rapture of the church, uh, it, it's, it's not going to come except there come, watch this, first a falling away, uh, a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, a falling away. We'll go on to study that in, in, in more depth than we've looked at it before, but there's also talking about the falling away of the church. And um, I'll just say this to you tonight. Uh, all of those things that is happening uh, is lining things up for the coming of the Lord. There has been a, a great falling away of the church in this day. In 2020, we have seen the greatest falling away of the church in, in probably a century. Um, uh, the greatest falling away. Um, people that once said that they would never leave church or um, said they would never miss church, well, they hadn't been found in church since March. And uh, not just in church, but on church property. I understand that there's some that's still afraid to come inside the church, and that's the reason we have an FM transmitter, but they're still at church. 
There is much part of the service setting in the parking lot as we are inside the church. And we respect their opinion of that. We respect them for that. But they're still at church. There's some that's just quit church. If you hadn't been to church in six months, you've quit church. You've quit church. That's just, that's just a cold hard fact. And uh, there is a safe way to go to church. Amen. Uh, it's safe in here in my opinion, but if you don't feel it is, their parking lot is safe. If you stay in your vehicle, listen to the radio, you can't get no safer than that. So there has become a great falling away from the house of God. A lot of churches have, uh, a, a lot of churches has dropped services during this time. Um, a lot of churches has not had church uh, in their building or on their grounds since March. There's a great falling away of the church. That's what I'm trying to get you to see tonight. There is a great falling away of the church. And he goes on to say this, except there come a falling away first, and the man of sin revealed the son of perdition. Well, who is that? That is what is known as the Antichrist. That is who that is. Now, uh, the first part that's got to happen is there's got to be a falling away. Well, guess what? We're there. We are in that stage of falling away. Now, there's two different meanings for the word Antichrist. Now, I don't have a alliterated line upon line, precept upon precept outline tonight. I've just got some things wrote down about this, okay? Now, think about this. There's two different meanings. Number one, the term Antichrist refers in general to Satan's working in the world whereby he resists the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and particularly attacks the deity of Christ. Particularly attacks the deity of Christ. Now, I, I, I want you to go with me. Go with me to First John chapter number 2. I don't have these places marked, so um, uh, I'll take me a minute to get there if you want to go with me. First John chapter number 2, and I want to look at verse number 18. The Bible said this, Little children, it is the last time, and as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many antichrists whereby we know that it is the last days. This is what this first meaning of antichrist is. It is the workers of Satan in this world. Um, if you could say it that way, they are workers of Satan. And can I just say this to you? We're seeing that more today than we ever have. I, I mean... Who would have ever dreamed that there would have come a day that, that there was a group that would literally kill you for standing up for what was right? In America, there's a group today that is nothing more than a terrorist that if you say you support blue lives, man, they'll kill you over that. Uh, who would have ever dreamed that a day would have come in America when you was, uh, I don't know if anybody's seen this, but there was several last night marching for Trump and Antifa came in and, and jumped on them and, and seriously hurt several of them. You want me to tell you what they are? They are workers of Satan. 
They are workers of Satan. You saying is Trump a worker of God? I'm not saying that. What I'm simply saying is this. They are promoting violence. They are promoting that demonic uh, activity and that demonic oppression. Let me tell you what's wrong with a lot of those people. They're possessed by demons. That's what's wrong. They're just like the maniac of Gadara. And, and that's what he's saying. There is that group that is working for him. Look at this, 1 John chapter 4. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know you the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesseth, that Jesus Christ is come in flesh is of God, and every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now are already in, what did he say, are already is it in the world. The spirit of the Antichrist is already here. The, the quote-unquote main Antichrist has not showed up on the scene yet. You say, is he alive? I believe he is. You say, um, who is he? Well, I don't know who he is, but I really believe that he's already alive. We're seeing too many things in prophecy take place for him not to be alive in my personal opinion. Now think about this. The second definition for it, Antichrist also refers to the man who will arise in the world to make one final attempt to destroy Christ's work and, and people before Jesus returns from the heaven. Now that is dealing with him coming back in the, the revelation. He'll come back in the rapture of the church, but in chapter number 19 of the book of Revelations, he comes back what is known as his second coming or the second part of his second coming. Now I want to say this to you. During that seven years of tribulation, there will be people saved. Are you? There will be people saved. Can I say this to you? Madeline, will you go get my water off the desk? Can I say this to you tonight? If you're sitting here tonight, you're not one of those people that'll be saved. If you've ever heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, you will not be one of those people that get saved. Somebody help me right there. You're not one of them. But those that have never heard the gospel will have an opportunity to be saved. And one of the final works of the Antichrist, according to Revelation 13, he'll try to overpower that and drag people off into hell with him. So think about this with me tonight. There's two different meanings, but also think about this with me. The different names for the Antichrist in the Bible. There is several different names. Now, I'm not going to go through all of them. But I'll give you a few of them, and then if you want these references, I'll give them to you and you can look them up. He is referred to as the little horn in Daniel, chapter number 7, verse number 8, and chapter 8, verse number 9. Now, if you're going to study Bible prophecy or eschatology, um, you've got to study the book of Daniel with the book of Revelation. They go hand in hand together. Uh, also, he is known of King of fierce countenance in Daniel chapter number 8. Prince that shall come in Daniel chapter number 9. Man of sin here in Second Thessalonians chapter number 2. He's also known, now this is very interesting. 
He's also known as the son of perdition right here in 2 Thessalonians chapter number 2, verse number 3, where I read to you. Now, there is several commentators. I find this very interesting. But there is several commentators that believe the Antichrist is a reincarnate Judas Iscariot. Here's the reason why. I'm not saying I believe that. I'm just giving you some Bible tonight. You know what he is called in John chapter number 17, verse number 12? He is called the son of perdition. That's what Judas Iscariot is called. There is several common matter of fact, some people I read after a lot. Matter of fact, some of them stood in this pulpit that believes that it is quite possible that the Antichrist is a, is a reincarnate brother Ryan of Judas Iscariot. Now, let's go on. The reign of the Antichrist. And I told you now, I don't have a lot of things wrote down. I'm just, I'm scratching the surface on this and not going to be that long tonight. The reign of the Antichrist. According to Matthew chapter number four, he will reign during the great tribulation. Can I say this to you tonight? I will never see the Antichrist come out on the scene and begin to reign. I'm not going to do it. You say, well, preach, I'm looking forward to seeing the Antichrist come out on the scene. Hear me and hear me well. If you see the Antichrist come out on the scene, you're going to take the mark of the beast and you're going to die and you're going to go to hell. You say, I'll get saved. You'll not get saved. Here's the reason why. You've already heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. For him to come out on the scene, it's got to be really bad. Are you hearing that great tribulation period, it's got to be really bad for the Antichrist to come out on the scene. But if you look at the condition of our country today, we're headed south in a, in a big, big hurry. Matter of fact, at any, there's nothing we're waiting on for the Lord to come back. Everything has already taken place. Only thing that is left to take place is the last person to be saved and Jesus is coming back. Uh, the archangel ain't coming back after me. Jesus is coming back. He's coming back with the voice of the archangel, but it's Jesus, the same Jesus that went away. Now, I said that to say this. I, Dad and I was talking the other day, and how can you not talk about the election somehow? I I have never seen nothing like it is. And and I'm not but 42 years old, but I have never seen a day like it is right now. It's unreal. It is unreal. Uh, There's no respect anymore. Our president is the least respected president in the history of the United States of America. The least respected president that there's ever been, at least in my lifetime. There is still a, hey, look, I may not agree sometimes. There was a time that I worked for Graham Atkinson, and I didn't agree sometimes, but I never said, Graham, I don't agree with that. I said, yes, sir, Sheriff. There was a respect. But in our day, there's a new generation that's come out on the scene that respects nobody. Daddy and I was talking, and we was talking about that. And I said, I'll tell you what, Daddy. I said, I just don't know what's going to happen. He said, I know what's going to happen. He said, everything's going to be all right. 
I said, well, I understand that. I said, but it still makes me a little bit nervous. Here's what he said. He said, I pray, and if this offends you, then you just needed to be offended. He said, I pray every day that Donald Trump wins the presidential election. That's what I pray every day. And can I echo that and say amen to that? I pray the same thing. He said, I pray every day that Dan Forrest wins the governor of, of North Carolina and that Mark Robinson wins the lieutenant governor of North Carolina. And buddy, if you've never met Mark Robinson or heard anything about him or ever listened to him, you need to go look him up. That man knows who God is. I promise you that. I've met him several times and talked to him personally several times. He knows who the Lord... Go listen to him sing at that church the other Sunday and give his testimony. But he said, I prayed that and here's what he said. He said, but for years we've murdered babies, millions upon millions in our country. He said, now it's all right to marry any way you want to marry. Are you hearing the preacher tonight? I am not against the person. I am against the sin. I am against the sin. I love them. I know people that is that way. Uh, and they've been sold a lie by Satan. Amen right there. And I love them. And I try to get them to the Lord. But he said America's turned their back on God. And he said God may be fixing uh, to let a little bit of his wrath fall on America after this election. He said, but before it gets too bad, we get out of here. We, it, you can follow it throughout the Bible. Yes, there was some persecution, uh, but hear me and hear me well. Israel got out of Egypt, amen. And when the death angel passed by, Israel uh, was protected uh, by the blood of the Lamb. Amen goes right there. So when you think about the Antichrist, it's got to be bad. The reign of the Antichrist, it's got to be bad for him to come out on the scene. You say, I believe things is going to get better in America. I'm afraid they may not. I'm just being honest with you. But for us as the children of God, it's never looked no better, man. It's never, hey, hey, it's never looked no better. The reign of the Antichrist, who will rule the people, um, or rule all people in those days. If you'll study Revelation chapter 13, Daniel chapter 7, and Daniel chapter number 9, you'll find out that He will rule all people, the whole world, will submit to Him in that day. Now, I've said this before, but I want to say it to you again. Uh, you take, especially, let's go back March, April, May. Let's go back to about May of this year. The chaos that was in the world. The world. Not just America, not just China. By May, Brother Scotty, um, it had made it to the world. Uh, Brother Scotty was talking and they was telling them that they had to put plexiglass in between all the seats in their work vehicles. The, the, the craziness. There was not just, I'm telling you, all the world. And I'm going to tell you something. You could have took back then and still to this day some of them. You could have took people and, and had boxcars lined up hooked to a train and said they're going to take you to a place where there's no COVID and everything will be all right. And honey, by the millions, they'd have got on them. 
They still a group like that today. I'm just being honest with you. They, they, I, I, I ain't gonna run this rabbit long, but I'm, I, I jumped him, so I, I'm gonna run him just a little bit, and then I'll get back to where I was going. I, I saw a guy standing in his yard the other day. Or I guess it was his yard. He was standing in the yard. They wasn't nobody. They wasn't nobody in two miles of him, Brother Charles. And he was standing out there in his yard working on his hedges, on his, on his bushes, and he had a mask on. And I thought to myself, I'm not going to go there. But I thought to myself, this country's lost their mind. When, when the CDC this week put out a statement saying that over 80% of people that wear masks has contracted COVID. There is times that I think that it works. But let me tell you what it's happening. People has killed their immune system. And when they do get out for the first time, they're going to be sicker than a mule and not make it. God designed our bodies to help fight things. And He designed my breath to go out of my mouth into the air so I don't breathe my own carbon dioxide inside and kill myself that way. But you could have lined up boxcars and by the millions, I told you I wasn't going to stay on that rabbit long, millions would have got on. Somebody could have come out on the scene and said, I've got the cure. And son, they would have lined up. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it. You better study it. You better study that antidote or that that junk they're trying to put in your body. You better study it real good because the biggest part of it has tissue from aborted babies in it. You that works in healthcare, that's our religious right to not take it. I tried to get out of the flu and they wouldn't let me out of it. But I got one on that. Somebody help the preacher. I have a religious right on that. And I'm going to tell you what, they could have come out in May and said, I've got the, the antidote and some people would have let them shoot them full of anything and there's still hundreds of thousands of millions that would do it today. And all of that chaos, what if a man walked out on the scene and said, hey, I've got the answer for COVID. I've got the answer for world peace. I've got the answer for every bit of it. And do you know how many millions of people worldwide would have bowed to that man? And can I just tell you something? That's going to happen. That is exactly what's going to happen. The Antichrist. The reign of the Antichrist. Look at this. The character of the Antichrist. I'm just going to read through these. He will be a blasphemer and a hater of God according to Revelations 13, 5 and 6. He will be a murderer and destroyer according to Revelations 13, 7 and 15. He will be an impressive... He will have an impressive appearance. According to Daniel chapter number 7 and Daniel chapter number 8. He will exalt himself in Daniel chapter number 11, verse number 36 and 37. But I want you to see this. The end of the Antichrist. The end of the Antichrist. 
Revelation chapter number 19. Revelation chapter number 19. The Bible said this in verse number 19. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathering together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was taken and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him um, with which he deceived them uh, that had received the mark of the beast and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into the lake of fire burning with brimstone. And the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the, the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. Right there's the end of it. Let me tell you what's going to happen. There's coming a day that the devil and the Antichrist, because he's working hand in hand for the devil, is going to be cast into the lake of fire. Uh, yes, sir. And that will be the end of the Antichrist. Sum it all up in a nutshell, it's simply this. Come start playing soft. There is a man. Now, I don't believe the, the Antichrist is the one that's uh, running for vice president of the Democratic Party. I'm close. And I don't believe that's who it is. Believe it, I don't believe it. And I'm just going to tell you something. I done jumped another rabbit, hadn't I? I had a double barrel. I used one barrel. I still got one barrel left. I might need to get an automatic with an extended mag on it before it's all said and done. I got another barrel left, so let me just go ahead and, and shoot this barrel. The reason Nancy Pelosi's, Pelosi is messing with that 25th Amendment, that has nothing to do with Trump. That's so when Biden goes into office, she can declare him incapable of doing the job. She can take over as president. If you vote for Joe Biden, if you vote for Joe Biden, you vote for her to be your president because that's exactly who will be the president before June of next year if they win. Mark my word on that. And probably Nancy right there behind her as her second person. I'm just going to give you some more Bible. The Bible said that the woman's not to assert authority over a man. It ain't even scriptural for her to be there. Boy, it, it really got quiet right then because I done told the women where their place was at. But it's a truth, Brother Bailey. It ain't right. It ain't right. It ain't, it, it's not Bible. A woman has no business being in a place like that. Because a woman's emotions and a man's emotions are completely different. Now you can holler, amen, or old me, but you know I'm right. You say you're a male chauvinist. I'm not no male chauvinist. I married a woman. I got three daughters and my dog's a woman. Or a female. And my mama's a woman. And I got a sister that's a woman. And there's a bunch of you women in here looking like sitting hens. It's mad right now. But the truth's the truth. It's the truth. That's right. I want to say this tonight. That Antichrist will be a man because he says the son of perdition. The son of perdition. And it's not going to be long they're going to step out on the scene. But when they do, <laughs> I'm going to be gone. <laughs> 
I'm going to be nowhere around. I, I'm, I, I'm out of here, honey. I, I'm checking out. I think it was Brother Sammy said it. I'm leaving out like Superman. Chapter number four. Coming back like a flown ranger. Chapter number 19. Somebody say, hey man right there. It's the truth. We're leaving here. So the Antichrist in the nutshell is this. It's a man that's going to step out on the scene when everything's going haywire and say, I got the answer. And everybody's going to go. They're going to bow to him and worship him. We're closer to that than we realize. It's looking real good. It's looking real good for the child of God. It's looking.